Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I am your host, Brad Merriman, sitting in front of me, one of my favorite people in the city of New York. Uh, you may know her from like more more popular things than this here podcast, but she was gracious enough to come on, give us some time. That's Kelly Keegs. Kelly Keegan, what's going on? Brett, not much is going on. I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy to see you. I could die. Thank you for having me on this pod. Of course. Of this course. is so weird for me right now. It you, is, just you, Mr. Mr. Po, uh, pod host. I we love were, it. We were talking before. I was like, yeah, it's weird that you're on like you're on my podcast. Yeah, this is bizarre. Which was is not my podcast. Definitely shouts to Dylan who started this podcast and handed over the reins. But That's what I'm saying you're you're carrying the flag now. It's yours now. Mine for now. And mm-hmm. um, was psyched to have you. You uh, you fit like the washed media brand perfectly. That's fabulous. It makes me feel good. I love to fit in. Like I know I don't know <laughs> if it's a compliment actually because it's like we're just I all we're, we're washed up. Like we no, I take it like that. I take like I I'm washed up. I'm 30 years old. I'm washed up. I've I've done a lot of shit. You know, in my 20s, mm-hmm. I can still hang certainly, but I'm definitely washed up. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like there's like washed up athletes, right? Where mm-hmm. you can tell they they go too hard in in corporate softball or something like that. For and sure. there's like washed up after your mid 20s. Maybe you were like the corporate happy hour superstar, mm-hmm. and now it's you're kind of on the back end of your career. Yeah, I like to say that I'm seasoned. I'm seasoned, a seasoned person. Seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. I'm a seasoned, seasoned veteran. I'm a seasoned person. A seasoned New Yorker. I think I can call myself a New Yorker now, right? I've I lived here for like eight years. Uh, yeah, I feel like I can say that. You grew up in like New Jersey. Yeah. You're, you're a New Yorker. Well, you a New know Yorker. what though? Sometimes people get weird about it. They're like, oh, gross. You're from New Jersey. Like, don't ever count yourself as a New Yorker. And I feel like sometimes people in New Jersey like hate New York equally. So it's kind of really? a weird thing. But I okay. was so quick to ditch New Jersey. Until people are talking shit about New Jersey. Then I'm all of a sudden I'm like Jersey strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> love it, Just love like, it. But other, otherwise, I'm like, please never show me that place again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelly. Uh, you're new to the Mailin podcast. I am. So you may be wondering, what is it? I am wondering what it is. I know a little bit about what okay. it is, but tell me anyway. So we do our best to answer the questions, right? We, we take situations that you may have in your 20s or 30s or 40s, if you're if you're Dylan, um, <laughs> and and we just kind of we give Q and A advice. Like it's 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 super simple, super straightforward, and that's why it's easy for friends to I don't know share a clip, mm-hmm. share a piece of advice. If you hear something on this very podcast that you want to. Um, I don't know, send your buddy who may be going through something similar. That's that's what we're here for. Fabulous. I um, actually do. I love that. I love um, answering people's questions. I love hearing what people are thinking about. I'm a, uh, a thoughtful person, not in the way of like I think of others. I just mm-hmm. am thinking a lot. Gotcha. And I'm always thinking about situations like this and questions that other people have. I like to know how other people's brains work. So I love this right. exact situation. You're, just, you're a, a psychological person. Yes, very you much like so. Analyze. I'm curious. I love to analyze. Absolutely. I think I'm just nosy. I think it stems from me being nosy. I just want to know what other people are thinking. There you go. I love that. Yeah. Um, so that's how we are going to help you. Fabulous. We're going to be internet therapists for a minute. Wonderful. How can you help us out? Uh, how about give us like a subscribe on iTunes, maybe a follow on Spotify. Hit that button. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail. We have two of them today. Ooh. Excited about. 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at Podcast. Kelly, before we get into the questions, I ask every new guest this. Ooh, okay. I'm ready. What? Was your screen name, first of all? Ooh. And second of all, are you AIM or AIM? Um, hmm. Or interchangeable? I'm interchangeable, AIM, AIM. If, it depends on who I'm talking to and how quickly I'm speaking. Sometimes I'll say AIM. I don't really love how AIM sounds. Uh, you know, I like, I like AIM. I'll also just say, like, uh, I feel like if I say screen name, people know what I'm talking about. I don't really have to say AIM. Okay. But my screen name was all caps, B-L-U-E. Lowercase e y e d alternating b a b y six seven two so blue eyed blue eyed baby six seven two six seven two wow and the uh, the upper cases and lower cases are very important to note I, right, I just want to make course. sure that that's why I had to spell it what out is like six, that six seven two uh, six seven two was this was me being slick um, in the eighth grade or no seventh grade that's when I made the screen name before that I had a screen name that was uh, cool sexy babe. That's just what it was. You had, like you had the OG <laughs> cool sexy babe. Though. Yes, I did. Can you believe that's how that's I like, like I had that's the like original your first name on Instagram. I know. I you, had the original, you were the original cool sexy babe. Yes, and Come it on. felt great. And that's so probably like worth something. <laughs> I right like I I feel like I should go back. I don't even know what email that would be on. Like it would be one of the earlier cool sexy babe AOL emails. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. 
I gotta look it up. I gotta that's figure so it out. Funny. But anyway, so I had that. That I got in like the fifth grade. Also dates you. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I got it in the fifth grade, literally, because wow. I was like catfishing pedophiles on chat rooms. But then, um, <laughs> but then later, I got the uh, Blue Eyed Baby six seven two because more people were getting computers. More people were getting this. Too, let's see. Uh, seventh grade for me was like two thousand two. S- Mm, no, 2004. No. no, more like six, I think. Oh, no, 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 no sorry. 2005 my, my was freshman grade. year. Five, let's see, four, three. It's probably like 2003. Okay, because my grade, I growing up, I was lucky. My grade was my year, or the year. That's, oh, that so is lucky. So, 07, I was in seventh grade. That's like, really lucky. Yeah. Mine is, mine kind of coincide with my age. So, I think like, so like 2003 was 13. I turned 13 in seventh grade. Oh, so, it's kind of convenient. like, that's a yeah. little easier. Okay. But I was uh, also early for my grade, so it kind of doesn't work always. But I think around 2003. Imagine I got being born in like and you have to like, you have to do math. Constantly. Oh, forget it. Like, forget it. I'm, I'm happy to be born on like, I was 1990. I'm happy to be born on Perfect. like, just a random even number. Um, but so, I had Blue Eyed Baby. 672 is because in the seventh grade, I had a crush on this kid. Um, I was just about to say his name. I won't say it because I'm nervous. And his locker number was 673. Come on. And so to be slick, I was like, oh, no one will ever guess if I do 672. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And no one ever did because who the fuck is thinking like that except for Taylor Swift? Who's thinking like that? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That was that. And then he dated my friend for like years, like my my like one of my best friends. Like, like, did you see my screen name? It's literally his locker next door neighbor. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it was one. It was one number off. It was one number off. Like nobody would know. And I don't think I told that to anybody. Like at the time, I think I was again trying to be so slick. I know. I know. Shout out to to all my friends in the seventh grade, my besties. They'll know what I'm talking about. I'm sure people do that kind of shit. Like if you have a weird screen name like why the number is the number mm-hmm. it's not just like oh like this is my favorite number no yeah like some people also te- I, I feel like people us. lie people lie about shit like that because they're embarrassed but like i'm not i maybe would have been embarrassed for a long time like i wouldn't have said that to anybody through high school or anything but now it's like i was 13 years old i thought it was cool That's to so do funny. this and be like oh maybe one day he'll notice and blah 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 and or so you think just, you rocked that for a while then yeah for forever that was my wow. last screen name i and then and then uh what what happened next? Let's see. I guess yeah, for me, it's Facebook like, Messenger. Yeah, Facebook Messenger, I yeah. guess. Um, and then, you know, then we got Gchat and stuff mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah, I guess, no, Facebook Messenger was because we all got Facebook when I was a freshman in high school, 2005. Yeah. That, changed, and that changed the game. Yeah, that was like really different. To a person, not a screen name. You know what the worst thing is? And I like lose sleep over it. I used to, oh, no. we used to write on each other's walls uh, yeah. as if they were mess- personal yep. messages. Like yep. it was, I don't know even know what's on those early days of messages. Like, mm-hmm. So much shit talk, so much like inappropriate language. Like I have no idea what's there. Yeah. I one of these days I'm gonna deactivate my whole Facebook. Probably. So we just like I yeah. don't want to be canceled. Exactly. Like I just wanna I, I just wanna I start from scratch. Like whatever. The only reason I even 12? still have a Facebook is because um I talked to my nana on it. So it's oh. <laughs> literally it. You're like, nana, but get on Instagram. I know. She is on Instagram. She oh, just loves okay. she loves social media. She's on all forums except for Twitter, which she's never it. allowed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't have her on there. I if if you were to bring Twitter to me today and be like, get on this platform, I'd be like Absolutely not. Yeah, not a chance. Nope, nope. Twitter has uh, just ruined our mental. A hundred percent. If you're not uh, grandfathered into Twitter at this point, then don't bother. Like, let be lucky that it passed you by. Just don't do it. But if you're grandfathered in and you've been on it since 2009, like myself, mm-hmm. you're addicted and there's no saving you. So Correct. just yeah. live with it for the rest of your life. Boom. Mm-hmm. You want to do some questions? Absolutely, I Let's do. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, I am doing a destination wedding in Tulum. Next Ooh, year. Tulum. Not bad. Fancy. What is the ideal length that we should ask our guests to be down there? For context, there will be less than 60 of our closest friends and family mm. at an all-inclusive resort. Interesting. Okay. I will be down there early with my fiance because why not? No, no big deal. Yeah. Subtle flex. But what day should guests arrive? Additionally, I want to have a bachelor party day down there a few days before the wedding, like golf, dinner, drinks, etc. Mm-hmm. But is it too much to ask my boys for a weekend bachelor party in the States? I live in Denver, so I was just thinking a launch ski weekend a month or so before the wedding. Interesting. So, okay. Uh, let me hit the bachelor party one real quick. You can't have two. Yeah. Like, no, you gotta you, you gotta pick one. Pick one of those weekends. Mm-hmm. I don't I've never liked the bachelor party before the wedding, especially in a destination situation, because then you then you have to take like your buddies have to take five or six or, or yes. seven days off. Of That's work. a lot of time. That's off a work. lot. So yeah. I, I said, go ski weekend. You're going to have a blast in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. pro, go to Breckenridge or Vail or mm-hmm. one of those. So that let's get that out of the way quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, 
to the Tulum question. Yes. What is, Kelly, the ideal day to get in for destination wedding? And then we, we, like, we can go pie in the sky and then we'll break it down. Okay. Actually. Okay. Um, I agree with you on the bachelor party thing. Yeah. I think that uh, people are already um, expecting to do some kind of bachelor party. So if it's like a month mm-hmm. out or two months before or something like Perfect. that, yeah. it, that's totally fine. Um, and then who can come, come, who can't, can't, whatever. For the destination wedding, my best friend is actually having a destination wedding in Mexico um, mm. next year. And she was talking about this and w- with me asking kind of a similar question. And I landed on kind of like let people do what they want to do. Because okay. a lot of times when people go to a destination wedding, they'll want to turn it into like a vacation. Course, so they might right. do it themselves. But give them the option of like, hey, we're going to be there. Just like tell them where you'll be. Like we'll be there mm-hmm. the whole time. Whoever wants to come for as long as they want to come can. But the days that we are doing like wedding things are like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So if you can only come for those days, come for those days. Mm-hmm. If you want to come earlier and go golfing, you want to do this, want to do that, be like, be my guest. Do do whatever right. you want. So it, part of it is is setting a legit itinerary. Like here's, yes. here's when you absolutely have to be here. Mm-hmm. Call it Friday Friday and Saturday, absolute minimum. Yes. Um, here's the op- like an optional itinerary mm-hmm. or something like that. We'll have cocktails or some sort of brunch or something on you know a, a welcome event on Thursday. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you can make it, great. If not, no worries. Uh, brunch on Sunday. My thing is expect like I, I deal, ask your guests to be down there Thursday through Sunday. It's not going to be. I don't think you're going to get 100% on that. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to come down Tuesday, like you said, make it a a week out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But my my biggest tip for this is is go back Monday. If you can, if you can swing it with work, is like take a day. If you're, say you're going to come in Wednesday and leave on Sunday, Mm -hmm. I'd say come in Thursday and leave on Monday. Because that, that, having Sunday where you're just, there's no Sunday scaries, shouts Mm -hmm. to Will, when you can be like, oh, this is a beach day. And we can get a little blitzed, and then Monday is my my hangover day. Monday's like the hangover travel, whatever. That mm. is, I, I was just recently at a wedding where I did that. My um, my friends who got married, they rented this like mansion house mm-hmm. for the wedding, and they had the ceremony there. They did the rehearsal there. Or, That's fun. Yeah, like there's all kinds of shit, and um, they had it through. Like their wedding was on a Saturday. They had it through Tuesday. Okay. So uh, a few people stayed in the house. And so like we stayed all day Sunday. I left Monday night. And so we still had the day on Monday. I went to like a couple wine tastings. It was fantastic. And wow. then I got on the plane. Yeah. But um, but that Sunday not having to travel and being hungover from the wedding itself mm-hmm. and then just being able to like sit by the pool and relax and chill. That was, I think, the best time. I was like, this is such a good idea and forever i have to do this because traveling Absolutely. hungover after a wedding especially you have to like wake up and get out of the room by 11 like do all the shit make sure you're packed up when you come home and you're blacked out probably from the wedding it's like you, it's such a like anxiety inducer that you mm-hmm. if you can avoid it avoid the shit out of 100%. it 100 yeah that that sunday morning and for some like people insist on on booking like 8 30 a.m flights Ugh, on stupid. sunday after a wedding mm-hmm. because you save like 74 dollars yeah i don't know I, I'm, Honestly, I'm, a, I'm a comfort over over convenience yeah, guy. Yeah, if it's that, I would say the only time I would buy a ticket like that for the price difference is if it's like uh, like over a hundred dollars. If it's insane, like or f- yeah. hundred fifty dollars. Like if like that's the difference. Nonstop versus yes, ones like two one d- indirect. Flight, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. So in that case, I'd always go. What's the Monday nonstop look like? Exactly. But yeah, just stay one more time. Or I don't know. I feel some people. Yeah, people struggle with like the the money thing. Of course, myself included. I'm like broke as fuck all the time. But I, I'm telling you, like it's if you overdraft to stay one more mm-hmm. day, it's worth it. Like deal with it. You'll deal with it in a week when you get your another paycheck. Like sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to value your like sanity over your bank account. That's what credit card debt's for, mm-hmm. Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, Take it from me. Like the the worst financial advisor of all time is me. <laughs> Just telling you, though, sometimes you got to think about yourself, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, obviously. Thursday, probably okay to be like, hey, welcoming party on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Not one million percent mandatory, yeah. but that's the, that's the deal. Yeah. I think absolutely, like you said, just make sure there's an itinerary. Make sure your guests know it and then give them the option to kind of do whatever. Be like, these are the two things that you have to be there for. Everything else, up to you. Mm-hmm. We will be right back with Kelly Keeves, but first I wanted to hit you all with a new sponsor alert. It's grilling season, and that means Butcher Box is here to help, Randy. 
We got some nice weather finally in Austin, Texas after weeks upon weeks of pouring rain. And that means I'm hitting the grill outside behind my apartment ASAP. And that's where Butcher Box is helping me out big time. We are a big fan of impromptu gatherings, whether it's the, the squad at the apartment, whether it's the squad at Dave's house, Will's house. We gather often. And usually there's meat involved. Not like that, Randy. Like, uh, how about 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild-caught salmon? Guess what? That's what Butcher Box has for you. I go to the grocery store. I try to find these things, or I used to anyway, before Butcher Box helped me out. And you can kind of pick and choose. You find things that you like, and then all of a sudden you look at the price, and, and you go, come on. I don't, I don't need that. Butcher Box makes it easy. And they are their their belief is that everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meat. Couldn't be easier. Just sign up, select your box, and they ship it right to your door every single month. And new members will get free bacon for life when they sign up. Come on, Randy. Free bacon for life. That means that Butcher Box has your back, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Your bacon and your cheeses are taken care of forever because of because of Butcher Box here. Every month, ButcherBot ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to my home. All meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones, and each box has 9 to 11 pounds of it, enough for 24 individual meals. I'm about halfway through my last box, and I cannot wait for my next one. It's packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum-sealed so it stays that way. I can customize my box or go with one of their pre-selected ones. Either way, I get exactly what I want. So here's the deal. Backed by popular demand, receive Bacon for Life. Right now, new members can get Bacon for Life when they sign up by going to butcherbox.com slash mail-in. That's a package of free bacon in every single box for the life of your subscription when you go to butcherbox.com slash mail-in. I want to see your ButcherBox meals, too. Show me your smoked meat or grilled meat. Whatever you're rocking with, butcherbox.com slash mail-in. Get your free bacon for life. Let's do a voicemail. Absolutely. What's up, Mailing Crew? This is Luke from Houston. Got a quick question. Do you think I got the green light to grow out and mow? I've been growing my hair out since May, to be candid. And uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good head of hair. Take good care of it. And I've been thinking about it for a little bit. It's kind of in right now. And I heard uh, Will and Dave talking about it on the pod. I don't know if they're joking. I don't know if they're being serious. But for context, I'm 23. I work for a large power tool company. I'm a vendor, and I spend most of my time in Home Depots all day with tradespeople and Home Depot associates that honestly rock the look themselves, and maybe it'll help me. I don't know, but every now and again, I will say I got to interact with some corporate higher-ups strictly on Zoom. I think I'll be able to pull it off. I don't know. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Much love. See ya. Kelly, mm. can our dude in Houston... Rock a mullet at twenty three. Uh, I I been, you were shaking your head the entire. I voicemail. do not. Yeah, I do not understand why or who told all these boys <laughs> that mullets look good right now. Because like, they're who, sick. Why are they sick? In they, what way? What makes them sick? I have never it's had a guy explain it to me. Front party in the back. Okay, but how far does that joke go? Like, that joke is good for when one second. When you're 23, it lasts, like, for a year. I just think... Because you're Larry the Enticer, the oh. dude on the on the, the Canadian dude on the uh Is the that old, where... Who inspired this, like, movement well, of mullet? Like, who, who did this? Obviously, mullets are, are decades old, Of right? course, but the, the resurgence. Whose fault is this? Hockey players and the, the oh. snowmobile guy, Larry the Enticer. Okay. Well, then let me put it in perspective. You're not <laughs> a hockey player. You're not Larry the Enticer. You don't need a mullet. If, you might not even, that, if that's his, is not his name, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter thing, if that's but. his name. You're not him. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're not him. And can I say that some people don't look horrible with it if they have like really thick curly hair mm -hmm. and it's, it's not shaved on the sides. It's just like a little shorter and the, there's a little bit of length the in the back. In the and I, yes, like I understand yeah. when it looks like there's volume and it's not so bad. The people that have like stick straight hair that shave the sides and it's like sticking out in front. They all of a sudden have mm -hmm. these like short bangs in the front and it's sticking out and then it's like long gross. You look like Joe fucking dirt. Like how or does nobody think that Sean they look Lee like Joe Scott dirt? in old school? It's disgusting. And I'm like, it is so, 
it is so rare to see somebody that doesn't look like actual garbage with a mullet. And I know that this is like a movement, but I am going to stick my heels into the ground and really, really say that mullets are disgusting. And I cannot wait for this trend, however the fuck it started, to go. Totally disagree. I will say I have seen a couple girls. I said this the other day uh, on Twitter, actually, that I hated the mullets. I think they're disgusting. A couple of girls responded being like, what are you talking about? They must be like 20 years old and yeah. thinking that it's that that joke is still funny. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to fuck anybody over 25, do not get a mullet. Don't. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Here's the flip side. Okay. Mullets are tight because if <laughs> you're at a stage in your life when you can get away with that and the joke is still funny and okay. like and funny guy is still is still funny, right? When you're a 30-year-old funny guy at the party uh, who's not like gassing beers, <laughs> it's like let's uh hey Todd, uh How's the 401k? Yes. Like, did you like did you pay your taxes this year? Yeah, like, at, that's the shit that I'm worried about. Like, at 23, it's like, oh. hell yeah, let's get that on, um, like, whatever Instagram account. Yeah. Yeah. And send I it guess to Wash so. Media, please. Like, that might be, yeah, that might just be my, again, yeah, maybe me being old at this point, being like, mullets are disgusting. I, I won't understand it. They're, they're like, just ugly. So, so you're 23. This dude, he, he kind of he like, he, you know, he wants to do it. Obviously, mm-hmm, he's, for he's, sure. he's he's giving he's waiting for the green light from us. I'm right. giving it to you. Um, I'm not firmly because it, it feels like when you have a mullet, you can kind of morph into that mullet personality for you know, four or five months or what, however long you have it. And can just I, have like irrational confidence in Home Depot's rocking a mullet. Mm-hmm. You, he's going to be like he's going to become like a viral sensation. Just this dude who looks sick in a mullet. In the jeans and like tucked in lumberjack shirt, selling power tools. I don't know. It gives you an air of like, like I'm a badass. Here's who the sells thing. fucking power tools, Kelly? That's his, if he's a banker. No, if he's okay. a, if yeah, he's all a, right. You know, uh, sells insurance. Okay. No, this dude sells fucking power tools. He needs to look the part. I guess and, so. And everybody <laughs> in that industry, being being in Texas now, I see a lot of folks yeah. that seem to sell heavy machinery mm-hmm. um they all have they all look the same it's all the shaved heads and the tight haircuts and i hesitate to say what i'm about to say okay. but i feel like i can say it because i grew up this way and have family members that are like this and okay. friends who are like this um it's it's white trash right like i can say white trash you can say white you can say white trash. it's white it's white trash you i think that mullets white are white trash. trash and i i see them and i don't care what field you're in yeah I, they just look trashy to me. Like okay. it's just you look like you you look like you don't shower. You look like I, I hate it. I hate it so passionately, and I feel badly for people that are like wanted to have a good time and wanted to laugh and make it a funny joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just me being old and not thinking it's funny anymore. But I yeah. see a mullet, I think about Joe Dirt, and I think you're white trash immediately. Done. That's it. Dis- totally disagree. <laughs> but I do. You know what I do? All ag- guys disagree with me. I do agree in that the right hair makes a mullet so much better than yes. a Joe Dirt mullet. Yes, hundred percent. That is, yes, I will say that. If you have good hair, like thick, like not even curly, just like a little Coarse, wavy, yeah, yeah like wavy. just like a real, real good, yeah. and it's not too short. Like if it's a shaped situation Correctly. where it doesn't look like a mullet mullet, it just looks more like a, like, um, what the fuck? It's Long like a hair. style in the, yeah, it's, it's like a like, style in the 80s. Yeah. It's like a, like the, the flock the, of seagulls hair, yes. like that kind of hair is fine. Like Funny that story, makes dad. sense. It's, at least it's a little more styled. It's not yeah. so like chopped up whenever i see those those like weird mullets when people have straight hair or they shave the sides or something it looks like mm-hmm. you it's like looks like somebody took like a like a buzzer to your head and yeah. you just look like an idiot to me looks awful my dad saw um i think it was a who show the who in rochester uh-huh. in okay. like uh, 85 or something like Makes that sense. and flock of seagulls opened for them mm-hmm. and got booed off the stage Damn. and had like literal to, like literal tomatoes thrown at them what yeah Oh, that's disrespectful. Yeah. I would never disrespect Flock of Seagulls like, I didn't like know that. people actually did that. Like, wow. that's not a cartoon based on Yeah. On Who brings, what'd you bring, like a sack of tomatoes to yeah, the place? How'd you get that through security? That's crazy. Well, I guess back then. <laughs> back, was, back then. No security, right? What is security? Yeah, point. right. That's true. The metal detectors, like... They didn't exist. Yeah, that's true. I apologize to everybody for uh, who has a mullet listening to this, who hates my take on that. But it's like I had to say it. I have to stick up for the girls who I know hate mullets, and they're just saying that they like it because they want the boys' attention, and the boys think it's cool. And I'm sorry for Kelly giving you that <laughs> false information. Let's do the next one. Okay. Dear Brett and Yes Dujour, aka Kelly Keats. Ooh, love that. I recently got some long overdue revenge on an old personal foe. Ooh. As I'm sure Dave, my coworker Dave, mm-hmm. would not advise me to disclose further, I will not. Uh, what has been your favorite revenge you've taken, Kelly Keys? You're you're a you're a. Uh, I don't, I was gonna say spiteful, but like I'm a little spiteful. You yeah. like you you take some some pride in 
in like not re- revenge is the wrong word, but like you take some pride in being like I I like what's the word I'm looking for? I orchestrated I got some you. yeah, I orchestrated a little bit of a of something. Yeah. And here here's the thought about that is I uh you know, as my my Lord and Savior Taylor Swift has said, uh, uh. there's nothing I do better than revenge. Mm. But in real life, it's more karma seems to always be on my side. So uh. if I see something that's wrong and something is happening or I am I am wronged in some way by somebody, mm-hmm. I will forever be like, oh, well, pff, shit's going to come back to them. Like, I'm going to I'm going like to talk shit about that person slowly mm. and carefully for as long as I need to until something bad happens to them. And then when it does, I'll be like, whoops, like, oh, no, looks like I put that out in the universe. Like, the universe I don't know. Like, but it always bad. happens. It always comes back around. So when people who are like hesitant about revenge, mm-hmm. you can and they feel like they need to like drop this grudge or like not think about it or forgive or whatever. It's like, yeah, sure. If you want, if it makes you feel better to forgive, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't make you feel better to forgive and you want to hold that grudge for a long time, hold the grudge. And eventually karma will come back around to get whoever it is that you hate and you want revenge on. Wow. Mm hmm. Do you is is it like a hockey fight that once the revenge has happened, once the karma has happened, is it like mm-hmm. okay, like clean slate? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Or not even the clean slate. It's more so like I feel better now. Like all right, yeah. I feel a little vindicated at this yeah. point. Like, like you, I don't. You I tell don't the universe, to... like you, hey, call off the dogs, baby. Yeah, cool, cool it a little like, bit. Keep 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 me close for here, sure. But, yeah, just but, in case. Like we're yeah. not. We we never forget. We never forget. Right. But we don't. Is that, that's another Taylor Swift line. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But we don't have to. Um, we don't have to dwell on it as much anymore. I'm trying to think if I've exacted specific revenge. Okay. Specific hmm. revenge. I'll, I'll go quickly and just be like, I like revenge in the form of proving people wrong, more yes. or less. Yes, like, I love that. Not that Receipts. somebody slighted me, mm-hmm. but but somebody said, oh, you can't do that, or like, you're going to fail at that, mm-hmm. and then you don't. I, I love so that, this, too. There's like this company I'm working for now, Yeah, there's a lot of uh, pride I take in, right. in working and doing what I'm doing. That's good. I'll say, I'll say that much. That's more of like a. That's more of like a, I'll show you. Like it's, it's revenge yeah. in a good way. That's a. That's a very it's wholesome co- way to look com- at revenge. It's competitive, right? It's like you. Yes. I grew up playing sports. Mm-hmm. You lose, or you like somebody chirps you. You want to, like, get back at them. Absolutely. And say you get chirped at a former employer, mm-hmm. not by like I don't know, like <laughs> a higher up, maybe the president. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And Occasionally. You, and you, yeah. And you kind of <laughs> get back in in uh, a better spot. Yeah. The f- Feels feels all right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, success is always the best revenge, to be yes. honest. And and looking good and feeling good and like kind of broadcasting that is always mm-hmm. really good revenge, especially when um, like after a breakup, right? Yeah, after yeah. a breakup, revenge body. It's named that way for a reason. Like revenge it's, body. There's so you do know what that is revenge no. body. Well, that's a a term I believe coined by our other Lord and Savior Chloe Kardashian when she started. Um, I think she started like a, a series or it was something on TV and it was called Revenge Body. And it was her just like mm-hmm. post breakup getting like super into shape, looking yeah, fantastic, makes... whatever. It's one of those. But since then, I've always like I've always thought like, damn, that girl, like she went through a breakup and you could tell because she's looking fire. That's a revenge mm-hmm. body. Like I'm going I'm looking good to go out to fuck around. Gotcha. The concept makes sense for sure. Yeah, for sure. That? OK, I don't know about I keep thinking about like exact for real revenge. I have had situations where I will be in a fight with someone. Mm-hmm. Like a friend or a foe, somebody who I just dislike, and I am a I'm a big like sp- like spread spread the vitriol a little bit around. I'll be like, right. oh, this person wronged me. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it, and kind of turn everybody on them, and that's a good revenge I for see. me until they're like alone. That's a good. You'd be a great uh, like polit like a campaign manager. Oh, absolutely. For, for I would stuff. fight so dirty though. Like I would be. I always think about that. Like I watch yeah. Veep and stuff like that, and I always think um, they're. Like all the bad things that they do, I'm like, wow, great idea! Like perfect tactic, yeah, like, oh things God, like, like that. Oh my God, nailed it. Which, yeah, which I mean, I don't know, whatever. Like, who cares? We're, we, this life is fake. I feel so. It's like do whatever you want. <laughs> Damn, some nihilist from from Kelly. Here. It's kind of like that though, right? Like, what's gonna happen? I what's the worst that happens? I go to jail for something. That sucks. But then yeah. it's like a new chapter in jail. White, co- <laughs> like you could do some white collar stuff. Definitely. Yeah. I think that Country I always say, jail. I think the tax man is coming for me one of these days. Like my tax situation is a mess and I'm, I've been talking about it all over the place. And so really? I don't want like the tax man to hear all these podcasts, but yeah, I feel like one of these days I got to sort that out until Dave, Mr. Taxman Dave's comes a lawyer. So we got you. If oh, you, that's if you perfect. You, Amazing. Pr- I'll pro give him bono. a call. Yeah. Perfect. I'll give him a call and then I'll yeah. be sorted out. I won't have to worry about it anymore. Is it more that you're just like, I don't want to do them or you're just like, I don't know, like how, how much I owe. Um, it's a mix of things. Owe. It's yeah. a mix of things. Um, I won't give you details because it's, it's a lot worse than you're thinking. Oh, like it oh, is, oh, oh, <laughs> it oh, oh, is okay. bad, but it'll, I'll figure it out. I've had, uh, 
I've had conversations with like accountants who are like, mm, okay, I'm going to have to like see all your stuff. Recently, mm. I collected all of the like random papers around my house that look tax related. So I'm, right. I'm headed in the right direction. We'll figure it like out. That, soon. that W-9 could be useful in yeah. some way. Like Definitely. Definitely. Right. From like I mean, four years ago. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think uh, I think we covered revenge. For sure, yeah. Revenge is coming. You're going to think of something like walking down the street later be like, fuck. I, that's I a really, really good am. revenge. Yeah, thing. I really am. Uh, no, I don't think I have any any specific stories like that. I, like I said, it's more so just like um, the slow burn. I love a slow burn revenge. You have to have patience nice. with revenge. Otherwise, you'll screw it up and you'll end up looking like a fool. Bam. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect answer. Thank Let's you. do the next one, Kelly. Okay. Howdy, Brett, an esteemed guest. That's you. I love, I love these compliments. I'd like to go... Hold on. Okay, I'd like to go a little bit more fun than serious with this question. Okay. What are some shitty things y'all did as kids slash teens? For me, the worst was what we called reindeering, which was when around Christmas time, my friends and I would ride around at night and smash light up reindeers with baseball bats. Seeing all those lights turn off at once was a lot of fun, but definitely pretty fucked up. Love the pod. Reindeering, <laughs> Kelly. I haven't heard of that. That is. Those would be like go around and like ride the reindeers and take. Yeah, and when you said that at first, I was like, "Damn, are you like abusing animals?" <laughs> no, no, just just fucking up Christmas decorations. That is cold blooded. Expensive. Yeah, those that's are like expensive as shit. Bucks. And I'm just thinking about like the busybody mom or dad that's out there like setting it all up, making sure the lawn looks great, whatever. And then yeah. some like snot nosed kid driving by and smashing it with golf clubs or something. I'd be yeah. so pissed. I would hate those kids. Shitty Make things it funny, that I used but to like do. go buy like an arrow from a hunting store, yeah. and like put it in <laughs> like the stick thing. It through, yeah. Like whoops, so does, I was hunting at night. It's not like so it's not dead, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's a li- so it's, and it still lights up. Mm-hmm. But the, like, but you're sending a message. Yeah, the, the dad <laughs> watched that the next day. He's like, what the f- "Who shot my reindeer?" <laughs> That's so insane. I feel um, like this this question. Um, yeah, what, were, were you a shithead kid? Not really, only oh, because on. I know you would think I would be, but not really, only because I was I was so afraid of getting in trouble all the time. Like I was very, oh, very afraid of getting Catholic, in trouble with my that's parents. The Catholic guilt. Yeah. Oh, big hand. time. Yeah. Very afraid of getting in trouble with my parents. Um, but I, and I also think like being a shitty kid. Some that's I think that's stuff like that is more of like a guy thing. I feel like guys yeah. would always go around vandalizing. Like I definitely um, we, had, we did our fair share of yeah. Like I I think probably the the craziest thing I ever did, which isn't even crazy, is we um I want to say sixth grade maybe we like fucked up someone's house not mm-hmm. on like a mischief night, but we did it mischief night style. Like it was in the right, middle of the summer. Yeah. And we just got like a bunch of toilet paper, a bunch of shit. I don't know if we did eggs. I think I put the kibosh on eggs because my dad always said that like mm. eggs fuck up the paint really, on houses really and like really fuck your off. shit yeah. up. So I think I put the kibosh on that. But like toilet paper, shaving cream all over the lawn. Like we fucked up somebody's house who it was actually this girl oh, no. who was like hooking up with one of our friends' ex-boyfriends. And revenge. We all lived in the same neighborhood. Oh, yeah. yeah that, I guess that does fall under revenge. Well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That wasn't my revenge, though. I was just gotcha. helping out a friend exact some revenge. Yeah, right. right. But, um, but that was probably that was a really shitty thing. The girl was younger than us and we were Ooh. just bullying the shit out of her. Like if we oh. were just like, fuck this girl. She, it was... That's why I think now, as an adult, I think back to situations like that where we mm. would blame the girl for shit all the time. When it was the guy all along, we should have yeah. blamed the guy. We should have right. been way more mad at them, and we would always take it out on the girls. And mm. I'm glad to. Uh, well, no, I still do that sometimes, but <laughs> not as much as I used to. <laughs> um, I was. I don't want to say textbook shithead kid. Like I, I were didn't, you? No, I, I, I didn't like to get in trouble as well. Okay. Like I was always like, fuck, I'm gonna get in trouble. We're so guilty. We're, why are yeah. we so guilty like that? I guess it is Catholic guilt. I'm just, I was just so right, afraid for is. my life. I was like, my parents will kick me out and kill me if I, yeah. if I do something wrong. Which I, was I don't always, know why I thought that. I was always like the third man in. If we were gonna do something relic like ding dong ditch, knowing that the cops were gonna get called from this one house. Mm-hmm. Shouts to the Woodcocks. Um, <laughs> like we knew we go in. Ding dong ditch. He gets mad. He calls the police. He comes out yelling, and I would always be like, "Like fine, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tag along." Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't really. Like, we didn't like to do shit at stuff. We were just creative, more or less. Okay. So like we built like Which potato, potato cannons, and oh we my built God. like uh, like dirt bike jumps, mm-hmm. and would go off at like far too fast for for you know what should be legal as a nine year old. Of course. Um, we would have rock fights and mud ball fights, but the potato cannon was fun because what we would do is um, stand it straight up mm-hmm. and at night and shoot it straight up. 
Okay. And then be like, oh, fuck. And like scatter. <laughs> no, like try to stay as close to the middle. Oh, I see those on TikTok. People, kids are still doing yeah. that. Do you oh, see those yeah. on TikToks well, now? People will throw something up and then. Right. Yeah. We, would, we would watch Jackass. And of as course. like a 13 year old, Jackass was the, the uh, like, uh, the pinnacle, pinnacle yeah, of pinnacle. entertainment. Absolutely. And so we would go try to basically do stunts like that. Yeah. But we, we, we didn't really vandalize. Um, I did spray paint my buddy's driveway one time. Mm, that's um, tough. Oh, spray paint. That's yeah, not it was black anywhere. spray paint. I was like, oh, it's going to be cool to light on fire, which oh it was. God. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't cool the next day. That's amazing, though. I bet that looked awesome. <laughs> when his dad came out, he's like, uh, no chance are you leaving without that being gone. Oh so I, I'm out there with, with literally like a towel, a brush, scrubbing, scrubbing, how, scrubbing. How were you able to even get it oh, off? They spray resealed paint? their d- driveway. I was going to say, you can't even spray paint on a driveway. It's like, no, no way. It's it not going anywhere. Exactly, exactly. Holy shit, that's nuts. But yeah, we had, like, we had the neighborhood kid. We wouldn't, like, we love him. Shouts to Brad. Mm-hmm. But he was the guy that would volunteer to be like, oh, yeah, you can light me on fire. Type no. of thing. So we would That's take we tough. would take budge spray, the spray budge spray, and just mm-hmm. put a flame and like yeah, yeah. light him on fire. <laughs> so that was probably a pretty <laughs> shit like, thing. Uh, these stories are kind of blowing my mind, Brad. I wouldn't have thought yeah. that you'd be, you'd be into like like fire and destruction as a but child. It's like it, but yeah, you know. like we would make um, like napalm. That was always fun. <laughs> we would do holy shit. Yeah, we would do um, like dry ice bombs in our buddy's pool. This is insane. This is the kind of shit that I need yeah. to like, I need my parents to hear this. Like I had one, the worst thing I ever did and that got me in trouble mm-hmm. by my parents is I left a shore vacation early and I came home and I threw a big party did and that yeah. the, and the party was, was great. It was fine. But my parents came home a day early from the shore. So Ooh. the next day everybody was gone. I was, I had spent oh. the whole morning cleaning cause I was too nervous that they would show up. Like of I woke course, up at 6am yeah, and was started cleaning. Yeah. So the, the place was clean, but I still had trash on the deck. And mm. then it turns out someone stole my brother's uh, Nintendo Wii and all of his games. And I didn't oh. know that. And then I found out who it was. And then I've like, sh- Sam Mole is his name. Government name. I fucking hate him. I'll oh. say it all day long. Stole okay. my shit. And then I confronted him a couple of years later. At a p- or no, not a couple of years, like 10 years later. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you owe me like 500 fucking dollars for Because I had to pay for all of it again. Like I had right. to pay for all my brother's new shit. And uh, he started yelling at me being like, well, you're just, just a fucking rich girl. Like whatever. First of wow. all, no, I'm not. <laughs> No, I am not. And I had to. I like had to like justify it by being yes. like, "Yeah, you're rich." So he's like, "You're just I'm a fucking rich girl, weed. whatever." Like he was trying to it, like play it off, like I stole your shit so I could sell it because I needed the money. It's like, no, no, you're a fucking thief. I had to work so much more. Like I worked at a jewelry store boutique, getting like twelve bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. I had to work the entire summer, miss every single beach trip, so I could repay my brother back. And he was like a child at the time. He was like ten, crying over yeah. missing all of his games and his shit. I'll never forget Fuck that, that asshole. Never forget that asshole. But. I was in trouble for that. For my parents still talk about it. It's still like yeah. a sensitive subject. Like we, I'm 30 years old now, still a sensitive subject wow. in the house. Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. like comes up Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, it's no, no. Like occasionally, one. like we'll all be drinking, and my dad will make a joke about it. And my mom will like take it too oh, far. She'll oh. be like, blah blah blah. Like that was an asshole move. Meanwhile, my brother threw a party himself, and the police came. But we don't talk about that. But we talk about my party that younger, no police, younger, just a stolen yeah, we. He's the younger brother. That's <laughs> Ridiculous. Just, you can do that stuff. Ridiculous. But yeah, we. I. I never did. Like anything with cars or like then smash me. I didn't destruct or destroy property. I'll put it that way. We just we yeah. just potentially harmed ourselves mm-hmm. with like that kind That's of shit. That's good. I feel like destroying property gets a little gets a yeah. little uh, dicey sometimes. Yeah, and I think the the farthest we ever did go in just like destruction of property is we used to do like football diving catches, mm-hmm. obviously, and like film them because mm-hmm. we thought we were gonna be on like Sports Center. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I I have a, a rocket arm, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know that about you. I threw, uh, I threw one to my buddy, like just knowing it was probably too hard, and it tipped off his finger and hit. Um, do you remember like Colonials growing up? Used to have the porches with like yes. a million of those wooden like yes, yes, poles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Threw it like b- bowling pins into the the, the poles in the, oh, on shit. his front porch, and they just exploded. Really, it looked really cool. I was saying, that's, I bet yeah. that was awesome. Also, what an arm by you! If for yeah, real, the like Kelly, they're made of, of like fucking plywood. I guess they're, that's they're true. Very yeah, 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 and probably older, like easier to yeah. to break. We, You're still you so know, strong, though. Thank you. We did we did paintball shit too, like paintball stuff. Yeah. That was I had, a, I had a lot of friends. Them, but I had a lot of friends that snowballs. Did that shit. That's that's a shithead thing. Snowballs a shitty thing, yeah. yeah. But not so bad. It's only shitty when people are driving. I, this is like I keep I'm keep like oh we did that oh we did that mm-hmm. oh, we did that. I think it's uh, safe to confirm that you were kind of a shitty kid. Yeah, I b- borderline. <laughs> but borderline. Like, shithead kid in in upstate New York was yeah. 
Well, what else yeah. are you going to do? You know, I'd rather you, you I'd rather you be spray painting driveways and setting it on fire than like shooting heroin. So, what, you yeah, know, pick and choose. Pretty, pick pretty your good little heroin problem up there. These yeah, days. yeah, yeah. Same, same with where I grew up. Yep. Pretty, pretty steep. Pretty, uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good little problem up there. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes. shall we do the next one? Yes, we shall. Sup, Brett and former friends. This is because we were like, because mm-hmm. you said former friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Me and my ex girlfriend of three years still keep in contact and hang out. Mm. We both go to the same school and are in a lot of the same friend groups, so we see each other often. Mm-hmm. Sounds like things are okay here. Yeah. Between the ex and them. It's getting back to the point where we are semi exclusive. Interesting. But I don't want to come off as needy or pushing in having the what are we convo. Hmm. How should I go about this? Ooh. Kelly. This hits home. Does it? Uh, yeah, it does. I. This is h- a hard question because this is something... They're in college, it sounds? It sounds like they're in college. Okay. Yeah. In college, I would have no chill in a situation like this. Like, oh. I would be wanting so badly to like define the relationship and be like i have to know what we are otherwise we can't move forward like especially if you're getting you're kind of like coming back around you're you know hooking up again whatever it Mm -hmm. is a lot of the time if you are um if you maybe like when you dated the first time you just like weren't on the same page maybe you're a little too young you learn some things in a couple years three years is a long time you you learn a lot of shit you can become a completely different person in three years Mm -hmm. so if you're getting back along and you're kind of hanging out whatever that's great I think that once you start putting the pressure back on it mm-hmm. is when things start getting dicey again. Right. And now as, as like an older person, I'll find myself in a situation like that or something similar. And I have to like physically restrain myself from, from being like, so what are we, what's going on? Like, what are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You don't always need to define the situation. If you are uh, the only time, I guess that you should worry about exclusivity at this point is if uh, you're worried about like, if she's like fucking around and like STDs and stuff like that's Ah. the thing you should worry about certainly. Yeah. And just maybe, maybe bring that up. Like, Hey, are you like fucking other people? Cause maybe we should like work on them more or something like that. Or Mm. maybe you should like take birth control just in case, you know, stuff Mm. like that. Think about, but as far as like the relationship, just ride the wave. That's good right now. Like don't, don't fuck it up. by You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't rock the boat just because there's, there's so much time in your life. Like you don't need to rock Mm. the boat. Like if you, once you start like pressuring people into things like that, they recoil a little bit, especially if they're not great with pressure. And if they're not on the same page, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Just like go keep going with the flow until say, until it like hurts too much. Like if yeah. it really, really does hurt too much and you're like, listen, I'm in love with you and I want you to like be my whole world, then maybe mm-hmm. have the conversation. But until it gets to that point where it's like, like yes or no, don't just, just enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. I do. I was gonna say, I do understand the temptation here. Totally. To be like, to, to for anxiety purposes and a hundred percent or closure purposes yes to be like hey this is getting to the point where it's like what are we doing here mm-hmm. um but you're right in that while the while it's going well and t- why not just in, enjoy it just like enjoy, enjoy it. the moment yes i don't know it's such a it's a mistake that i've made so many times over the really? years yes like i've made it not even just with, like with multiple people i've made this mistake like mm-hmm. where i am like things are good things are good I need a, a definite definition. answer. Like I need a, yeah, I need a definition. Gotcha. I need to be, you know, I need to know exactly where I stand, exactly what's up so I can like act accordingly. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to, I don't know. I guess I always was, was told that like you need to, you are either friends or you're a girlfriend. Like there is no in between. But if you're like together and people know you're together and people know that you're like hooking up and whatever, they're not going to like, like guys aren't going to come up on this girl now and be trying to like hook up with her if they know that you guys have a thing and it's clear mm-hmm. that you guys are like kind of together but you're not really sure and you're just hanging out having a good time. People aren't going to like steal your girl. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's just fucked up. I I feel like people know when you're when your mind is elsewhere. You okay. know? Does that make sense? Yeah, I was I was thinking is there a way to define that part of it? Like wh- how do you de- how are you going to define semi exclusive? That's right, that's like, the hard question. Hey, I think that has to, to be like a us, yeah. But are you cool? Like, if I go hook up with uh, Sarah, Courtney, mm-hmm. whoever, yeah, is it going to be? Or is it a disaster? Mm-hmm. And then maybe asking that gives you sort of an answer based on her reaction as to like, yeah, how things are. If she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, like, 
So if I got like asked that an question, anxious way. Yeah. So if I got asked like, that oh, question, I, do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask that question like that. Like if okay. I, as a girl, uh-huh. if if the guy I'm hooking up with, who that to me sends the opposite message than it sounds like he wants to send. Like is he wanting to get back with this girl? Maybe. I think it it's seems? yeah. It yes. seems like he's in love with this. If girl. If he's in love with this girl and wants to get back with her, I would not go up to her and say, "Hey, is it cool if I hook up with other people?" Because she's okay. going to think you want to hook up with other people, and then right. she's going to now go cut the feelings off and go hook up with other people too. Got it, got it, got it. I think the only reason to have that conversation, it's like, hey, are we hooking up with other people, is um, is to say it like, hey, are we, like, like, are you, mm-hmm. are you hooking up with anybody else? Like, ask that question. And if she says like, oh, well, like, you know, whatever, and just be like, oh, no, like, yeah, it's you fine. Can't, I'm just, you, it's, I'm you just curious. Like, intrusive. I'm just wondering. Yeah, don't be too intrusive. Be like, I'm just wondering. Like, who are you fucking? Yeah, like, no, and it's like don't hey, ask hey. who. Yeah, just be like, what's yeah. your, like, what are your thoughts on, on like sex, I don't know. It is a hard question. I'm trying to think of the exact wording you could use. But you have to be really careful about the wording and don't make it seem like you want to fuck other people because that's right. how most of the time with guys, it comes out that way. And then immediately girls will be like, well, he wants to fuck other people. Mm-hmm. Clearly it's not enough. Like, I don't know. Got it. Because I bet in her mind, she's probably thinking along the same lines as you. Like, she probably loves having someone, especially you, now that you're back in her life, like mm-hmm. to talk to, to hang out with, to do things with. Like, it's... Girls love that shit. They love to have somebody to lean on whether they want to admit it or not. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, yeah. But but the the simple answer here is don't rock the boat yes. and let it progress naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know it's going to leave a lingering pr- anxiety at some point. For sure. It's like, where is this going? And I don't want to be too like, what are you up to tonight? To like, are we going to go on a date? Mm-hmm. Are we, like, is it weird to be one-on-one at this point? Yeah. And because it's an ex too. It's not just like a, yeah. It's not just a, a fling. Right. It's an Right. Ex. It's way more sensitive. Like the, right. this whole situation, because they know you and you know them. You know what I mean? It's and not like it's a new blossoming relationship. And mm-hmm, which do is you ever, tough. Do you ever, are you tempted to get like one of her friends involved? If you're in the same friend group and be like, hey, do, um, do you know what we are? I think, I think that's actually fine as long as you don't come out at at the friend being like, I'm in love with her. Like, don't look um, pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, don't be like, because her friend will go and tell her exactly what you said every time. Like, she'll always be like, oh, he came up to me and like asked if you guys are like exclusive or whatever. And that too will put pressure on the situation. I would casually ask like, hey, what do you think? Like, do you think that, uh, um, like, do you think, like, do you think she's looking up with other people? Like, I don't want to ask if you say it in a way of like, I don't want to ask and be intrusive, but like, mm-hmm. I'm having a really good time. I just, am curious, like if she's like, what do you think? Like, is she hooking up with other people or whatever? Cause it sounds like that's all you really want to know. Like, yeah. are you fucking other people? Right. Uh, I, I don't From know. This I question, think at this I, point in time, like I of course later on it'll be more, but for right now it kind of seems like, are we exclusively hooking up with each other? I think this guy's just in love with her and wants to get back so together. Too. And he's like, how, how long do I wait before I'm just like, I'm in love with you. And I, I think wait as long as possible I think <laughs> and wait. maybe wait until and see if she c- comes forward first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when um, if you feel oh, this is like a dream scenario, like I dream of this me one day, like coming up and, and spilling my guts and mm-hmm. the guy being like, I feel the same way. And then just that's Rom-com. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the biggest fear that girls have is to share their feelings and be rejected. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure guys feel the same, but guys rarely share their feelings. So I feel like if you can let it go as long as possible and she still doesn't share her feelings, you can maybe be like, listen, I'm really into this. Like, what do we think? Yeah. But I would wait really as long as possible. Literally. And just enjoy the moment for right now. Like, okay. especially if you're in school, you're probably so young. Yeah. And you just have I mean? fun with it. Right. Yeah. In college. Just have fun with it. Yeah. Don't put too much pressure on it. Yeah. Deal. Mm-hmm. Quick break here to talk about our friends over at Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day, and Ritual is the answer here. Their clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. Here's what you won't find. Sugars, duh. GMOs, duh. Major allergens, duh. Synthetic fillers and artificial colorants. I don't want any of that stuff in my multivitamin, Randy, and that's why I'm on the Ritual Regimen. Plus, the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design makes taking your vitamins easy. By the way, it smells really good, too. You pop open the box or the uh, the cap, and it's like, ooh, here we go. Get my day started. It's also uh, an important part of my routine, right? Everybody functions better in a routine. Multivitamins are right after the, uh, I guess, the hair product part of my routine. Get ready in the morning. 
almost at the door, pop the multi, and we are good to go. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in the diet. No shady extras, and their delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3, in just two daily pills. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they'd come from, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. You can literally go on their website, Randy, and be like, oh, I'm getting this from Italy, and this part of the multivitamins comes from Norway, and vitamin D3 from, from the Philippines. It's crazy, and I love seeing where it all comes from. It's designed with each of your individual life stages in mind. How about that? Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. They're delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. How about that? The other thing that's cool about them on the scientific approach, Randy, is that uh, they're designed so that they go to less sensitive parts of your stomach. So you, you never feel nauseous, you never feel bloated, you never feel anything when, when taking the Ritual vitamins, except just better about your daily routine. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering, offering listeners of the Mail-In Podcast 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Randy to start your ritual today. The last one is voicemail, Kelly. You ready Ooh, for fabulous, this? yes. What's up, Brett and guests? Um, I'm going to my first happy hour with a company I started about a month ago. And my question is, what do you wear in a situation to where um, you work from home to a happy hour? I mean, usually like a year and a half ago, if this was the case, you would just be wearing whatever you wore to the office and hit the bar. But now it's kind of feeling like, you know, you get dressed up for it after wearing some gym shorts all day. Uh, for reference, in a t if we were in the office, jeans and a, and a collared shirt would be fine. So do I just wear, you know, my normal summer summer gear, or do I kind of class it up a little bit since it'll be the first time meeting a lot of my coworkers face to face? Um, hope to hear back from you before before the happy hour begins later. That's a really good question. Corporate happy hours, corporate which happy are hours, literally my sport at this point. I love a corporate happy hour. Yeah. I love I love any kind of happy hour, but I think that. Um, with the situation specifically, I think he's he's on the nose about it. Like just mm -hmm. wear not maybe not exactly what you would wear to work, maybe a little more casual. I always suggest like some crisp looking jeans and like a nice tee, especially for summertime. Like yeah. a I don't know, like one of those thicker quality tees. Um that just looks like you're going out with your friends, like on a on a nice night out. Say yeah. you're going out to I don't know. How do you feel about it? What do you uh, think? Yeah, it's it's you can never go wrong with a nice pair of jeans, a mm -hmm. nice t-shirt, mm -hmm. and like I don't want like trendy sneakers. Is That's that what I mean, like trendy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like don't wear don't wear like um like Nike running shoes. Like right. don't any wear anything like that. I would go loafers are kind of hot right now. Loafers, loafers are, hot are in the great. Streets. Don't um, wear flip flops or anything. Do not expose your toes. Don't embarrass no. yourself. Well, um, flip flops, flip flops and jeans. It's the, the, some people are saying it's the summer of flip flops and chinos. I'm just saying. Okay. Ugh. Some people, I've heard Some it. of the trends right I've, now are I've just, they make, they like make my soul hurt. Chinos and, and flip-flops, I yeah. can't. I thought I would never see that again. Um, yeah, it's But I mean, well, that's me. fine. I don't mind flip-flops on guys when it's appropriate. But if you're going to a corporate happy hour, don't wear flip-flops. Like, don't do that. I would say either like some kind of loafer, some kind of like a, like a low shoe. Don't wear running shoes. But if you have like trendy Nikes or trendy Adidas, right? Like yeah, the, Adidas the, the, are cool. Like Yeezys are cool. Like if they're a cool shoe, Yeezys still cool. I mean, no, not yeah, really. Like they are a little bit, but they would be appropriate for this. Like they'd Just be fine. Ultra Boosts or NMDs. Yeah, you, you can never go wrong with a pair. They're, like, they're white fine. shoes are big. Right white now. shoes are great. Crisp yeah. shoes, like anything like that, are mm -hmm. fine. You don't have to get too crazy there. I would say either um, like a nice tee or like a trendy button down that you like roll up the sleeves on but you don't have to go crazy about it depending on the weather you don't have to go nuts yeah. you can never go wrong with a polo shirt with a golf logo on it or something like something that. something like that that's yeah, perfect there, exactly. there's, it's really easy it's easy to like don't be tommy bahama guy do not um don't be tank top guy oh my god tank tops like no matter the place that you go to it's it just don't do too much, right? Don't do exactly. You're you're meeting these people at a happy hour for the first time, but mm -hmm. you've probably zoomed with a hundred times. Yes. But here we go. We're now we're in person. You you want to make an impression as oh that guy was cool. He was a chill guy. You don't want to be the 
oh, that dude was over the top or yeah, that dude like, was tr- trashed. What like, was he don't wearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also that. Like, what was that guy wearing? Yeah. I think that... Um, mixing a water is a pretty good rule. Definitely mixing waters. I would say wear what you would wear if you were going on like a nice date, like a like an, a, a happy hour okay. style date. You know what I mean? Like you want to look nice for that. Like yeah. you probably wear like jeans and a, and a nice shirt or something like that. I would keep that mindset. Like you're trying to look fresh. You're trying to look good. Not over the top, like you said. And then I think you'll find most people are kind of rocking the same kind of outfit. Yeah. And then as far as like etiquette goes, I think mm-hmm. obviously don't get hammered. Do not get hammered. Um, what's a good. So well, actually, no, I'll say this. Don't get hammered until you're with like your crew. Like say you oh, are yeah, staying late fair. and like the bosses are gone. Majority of the office is gone. And it's only mm-hmm. you and like two or three of your like best friends from work. The then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Get then hammered it's, all day then long. it's not a happy hour anymore. Then yes. it's a night out. Then you're just out with your friends. Yeah. yeah. But until then, I would say like. For me, I would do like two, three drinks and sip what on you, it the whole okay, time. So what's a good drink? Like beers, obviously, beers probably baseline yeah. because you're not going to get tanked. For sure. Um, don't be the guy that's like, let's get shots for everybody. No. That's not, that's don't. Let, that's leave that fun. to somebody else. There will yeah. always be somebody who's like, let's get shots. Don't be the guy who says, let's get shots. But always take the shot. If you're, yeah. if people right, are around right. and everybody's around, you can be fun in that way by taking a shot. But like don't that. be the guy who suggests it. Yep. So beers are a good slow play, but say you say you don't like some people are just like I don't I don't want to fill up on beer. Yeah. What's like a good corporate happy hour kind of intro to your employees sort of like drinking your opinion? I would get you know what is a good for for like conversations and stuff wherever yeah. you are I'm sure they have some kind of signature cocktail that you'll like oh, okay. get one of those be like oh I don't know I looked at the menu and I saw this and it looked pretty good and kind of nurse it for yeah. a while. And like you see how risk, you feel like, if you're a dude, you risk getting like a pink drink with a mint spray. Right. Like maybe ask like, oh, what they hey. look like first. But even yeah. still, if you get that, like it's th- that to conversation me starter. is a conversation starter. Yeah. And also nobody I-, I feel like I don't judge people for what their drink looks like. Like no. if their drink looks like that, I'll be like, oh, my God, what's that fun ass drink? Like I want it for myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then you can talk about it. And be like, oh, I don't know. It looked good on the menu. And then it looks like this. Like, ha ha. Right. It's in like a girly glass or something. And I think that mm-hmm. people put a lot of pressure on the drinks. But the the pacing yourself is what's most important. Yeah, don't come out swinging. Yeah. At like espresso martini, probably holster that save one. Save that for later. Till next yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah. Save it for next time. Save Be that for your friends. Be the vodka soda guy. Fit in and yeah. don't don't stand out. Exactly. Which yeah. is just like a weird way to give advice but it is be, like, but when it comes normal. to work stuff like you yeah. you, you got to be normal because mm-hmm. otherwise you if, if you get a bad like reputation of some sort at some kind of work happy hour like that will stick with you in the workplace and it'll make people think that you're like less responsible which is kind of fucked up but that is what happens it's like oh that guy gets fucked up how can he possibly like work you know what i mean 100 percent. so you gotta watch out for happy that. hours though Love I them. love happy hours so love much. Them. It's so much fun when it's like uh, sunny and it's like seven o'clock and it's still nice mm-hmm. out and the sun's like not even set yet. Those are the best times. For happy Summer happy hours really is are, are my favorite. Right. And Christmas time, I guess, is fun, too. I, literally at, at Barstool when I was there, we would be it'd be like four nights a week mm-hmm. and it would be a different group mm-hmm. each night. Yeah. And it, it was like it, it probably took years off my life. Well, that like was I told you when I got here, that was me the past like nine days. Yeah. I went on, I just kept sight like latching on to not even but not even like like not even thinking about it no just being like oh yeah okay i'll meet for a drink and that turns into three or four and all of a sudden you're like i've been calling i've been calling barstool lately the bermuda triangle and it's like i get in there on a monday and then a week and a half goes by and it spits me back out and i'm like what the fuck just happened (laughs) that's 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 how it feels that's Mm -hmm. fair um that'll do it for questions kelly fabulous the the next segment before we wrap up, is called Shower Thoughts. Are you familiar Ooh. with Shower Thoughts? I, I sort of am, but explain okay. it to me again. Shower Thoughts are, are observations that you might have in the shower. Okay. Or just when you're, like, when, you, when you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you just think about something about the world or a question you have or, or something hits your mind that you're just like, fuck, what, like, why is it the way that is? Mm-hmm. And that's what Shower Thoughts are. Okay. So I'll go first. Yeah, you give this me an example first for yourself. Okay. We've talked about Taylor Swift on this podcast. Yes, we have. I was bumping um, Olivia Rodrigo. Love. Are you familiar with her? <laughs> Am I familiar? So I was bumping Olivia Rodrigo today mm-hmm. while I was getting ready. Okay. And it What's got on? me uh, good All for of you. Love, of course. Right. Obviously. Song of the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Song of the summer, mm-hmm. potentially. <laughs> Arguably. Potentially. At, the, at this point, yeah, probably. So I'm doing that, and it got me thinking of how much it reminded me of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, one, this is misery business. Yes. Two, half of her songs, I'm like, that that's a Taylor chorus or like that chord she progression. She has one song, or that. Uh, uh, 
one step forward, three steps back. She samples New Year's Day from Taylor Swift. Got it. Okay. So, that, so it really sounds so like, like a Taylor Swift song. Caroline told me about that. Okay, it's like yeah. there's literally, literally Taylor Swift in there. Yes. Um, but one of them sounded like like there was a there a moment where she goes into this high like um, chorusy like choiry like addition onto the chorus or maybe it was the bridge. And I was like, that's that's literally a Taylor song. Are you talking about driver's license where she does that? I don't, I'm, Probably. No, I don't, Doesn't matter. I don't Keep know. going. <laughs> I don't I know the songs yet besides Good For You. I've been dissecting uh, I've been dissecting Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo but, now for a little while. Keep going what you're saying. But the shower thought part, of that, that was the lead up. The shower mm-hmm. thought is if Olivia Rodrigo and T-Swift, like if Olivia opens for Taylor Swift, she might be too big at this point. But if Olivia Rodrigo opened for Taylor Swift and they... Like on a summer tour, mm. it, the stadiums would be exploding. And my idea is that they do good for you, and like flip flop verses, and and co do the chorus. And so I was just I like I would I would lose my mind. I am <laughs> I'm honestly dying right now, Brett, and I'm laughing because yesterday I thought about this. Oh my god! And I about this exactly because I was listening to Sour, which is Olivia Rodrigo's new album, in the shower, and um. She, I don't know if you know this, it, Taylor Swift is like her, one of her biggest inspirations. Like she is, sense, she's yeah. very vocal about it. She got to meet her recently when Driver's mm-hmm. License came out. Taylor Swift like put it on our story, I think, and was like, great jam. Olivia was freaking out. Like sure. uh, she just met her at the Brit Awards for the first time. They posted photos. The Brita Filter Awards? Uh, yes, the Brita Filter Awards. Um, but she's heavily influenced by her and is a gigantic fan. And so right. she sees her as like a role model and she likes to... Um, not copy, but be influenced by Taylor Swift. So mm-hmm. a lot of her stuff does sound like it. She Her songwriting style is very similar. And so just like you were saying, I was thinking about how I need to keep my eyes and ears open for the Taylor Swift tour, whatever it is she's going to do eventually. Yeah. I, I, I must go because I've actually never been to a Taylor Swift concert before, wow. which is fucking ridiculous. I know. That's insane. I know. I'm, I don't know why. I guess nobody else until recently has shown that they like her as much as I do. So I've never thought to like ask somebody like hey are you down to spend like 500 bucks on a ticket with me or am I gonna go by myself and I think Taylor Swift I think I'd have to go with someone because I would cry the whole time and I need support but um (laughs) you know what I mean like I need I need someone there to tell me like it's okay that you're crying this whole time not even because I'm sad mostly just because I'd I'd be overwhelmed right emotionally yes me and Dave Matthews yes just like so spent emotionally but so um but I was that exact thought I was like whatever the tour is I wonder who she will have opening for her because every city she usually has a new person. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, 1000% Olivia will open for her. She's definitely not too big for it. Like she is super she's popular. Going be, she's going to be, I think, as big as summer, Taylor. In, the perfect summer to do it. Yes. I think she'll be as big as Taylor eventually. Like that yeah. will be wow. her. Like her, she'll be, her she's ceiling. the next generation Taylor Swift. You're I drafting her in the first round. 100% I yeah. am. Especially just based on her writing style and her fandom and how, and just the way that yeah. she's coming up. It is so like, because I remember when Taylor Swift, when everybody became fans of Taylor Swift and this is, it's as if I copy pasted and it's just a new person. You know what I mean? Like when Fearless came out, when Mm -hmm. the Taylor Swift uh, original album came out, like think about, I remember sitting in my car and I was a little too old. I was like 17, obviously driving and uh, just like crying, screaming Tim McGraw for no reason. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. I was like, wow, this is the best song. And then everything just kind of went from there. But it's so weird that you just said that you had that same thought because it's literally me. And I know for a fact that she'll come out. And then I said, I thought that they would sing um, like a medley, like probably Driver's License and Good For You. Because yeah. Driver's License is technically more famous, but Good For You within this past week has become like I cannot turn a corner, especially in the office when I'm in the office, mm-hmm. cannot turn a corner without hearing it. Every single TikTok song is good for you. Every single everything is good for you. And they just you. have like so, Haley Williams come out and, and right, mix in that's like misery saying. business. They might do both because Taylor Swift is also, I believe, friends with Haley Williams. Oh like I God. think that they're all kind of in the same realm. They all respect each other as artists. So it's yeah. like a fluid situation. Oh, Give wow. I can't wait. Meddling good for you and misery mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. and like fuck it, driver's license too. Oh, what a, what a moment. We'd lose our, I'd lose my shit. I would lose my shit. We should produce these things. A hundred percent. We should like, I wish people would just reach out to me for these ideas because I'm full of them. You there know? you go. Do you have any shower thoughts, Taylor? Or did I'm you just, think. you just get out your creative that was, that, so that was my, my like shower thought yesterday. Okay. I'm trying to think if I had any thoughts in the shower today. Um, hmm. I think a lot about, um, how my day is going to be in the shower and conversations that I might have. Like that's my, so you my like thing. You, you basically game plan and like watch film. Yes. Like I pre-plan my conversations kind of like okay. I think of all scenarios like, Oh, I'm going to go to, I'll probably run into this person today. I wonder what we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. If they bring up this, I'm probably going to say this. If they bring up this, I'll bring wow. up that. Just you like literally constant. 
you literally yeah. plan out your day. Yeah, in my like head. Word by word almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's love weird. It. <laughs> Kelly, that was a blast. That was a blast. You had fun? I had so much fun. This awesome. is wonderful. I could talk for six more hours. You we could me. we could we could go all day. Mm-hmm. We could absolutely all day go long. all day. Glad to have you back on. Thank you so much for having me on this. How fun. Very fun. Um, If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Rate it five stars. Give us a review. Tell a friend about it. Uh, Hit the hotline. We had a couple voicemails today that were fun. Mm -hmm. 888-362-MAIL. M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at at mail-in podcast. Excuse me. Kelly, before we head out, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter at Kelly Keys, on Instagram at Kelly.Keys. Follow me on Instagram, for real. Like, I just want you more Instagram more, followers, I think. Followers? I also want more TikTok followers, which is also at Kelly Keys. I talk to my TikTok as if it's like a close friend story. So if you're mm. into that kind of shit, oh, go okay. there. Um, and then uh, my podcast, Because We Got High, with uh, my two girlies, Rhea and Bree. Follow that too. That's our weekly podcast. Content. And full The Bachelor's coming back. Uh, cutting content. Stems. Also, at, if you're into The Bachelor, we have a, an after show, a live after show after every episode. That's coming back in a couple weeks. There you go. Check mm-hmm. it out. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for having me, Brett. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>